This program is brought to you by PersonalLifeMedia.com. Welcome to Dishy Mix. I'm your host, Susan Bratton. And on today's show, I have a very interesting character for you. His name is Scott Bolch. And uh, I met Scott through some friends. And he's a serial entrepreneur. He does a lot of software development. And I am very interested, and I think you will be, in his newest product, which is called FB Webinar webinars for Facebook. He has a software product that allows you to do webinars and run the whole thing through Facebook. And uh, I don't know if you heard a recent interview I did with Dave Van Hoos. He's the seven-figure empire speaking formula guy. But his uh, Dishy Mix interview, I've had people say to me, this is what I'm using as my plan for how to produce a really great webinar. And uh, I'm using webinars to promote Revive Her Drive and my best conversions when I can get them to stay for the webinar that has a really high close rate for me. So I'm a big believer in the educational selling platform of a webinar. And uh, I obviously, you know that everybody's on Facebook and this is a great place to get people to sign up. And so Scott has put two and two together and created FB webinars. And uh, I'm going to bring him on the show and we're going to talk all about how you can generate more income using webinars and doing it in Facebook. So welcome, Scott. Thanks, Susan. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, it's my pleasure. It's purely selfish, darling. I want to know everything you know. So, uh, <laughs> so first of all, just start out with a high level. Oh, is this, this is not a webinar selling FB webinars, but it kind of is just because I want to know all about it. Right. Um, but I really, you know, we're all living in Facebook now. So, uh, obviously that's why you created it. Explain why someone will use what FB webinar does and why someone would use that instead of some alternatives. Well, um, just quickly, the reason that we ended up where we ended up with FB webinars is my background in viral marketing and basically people telling people either passively or actively about something. And we've done that offline or not offline, but outside of Facebook for probably five or six years online. So we've on traditional websites, we've created viral campaigns. A couple of months ago, um, obviously, there's been a big movement toward automated recurring webinars. Yeah. The reason, we've been coding those ourselves, and by we, I mean my programmer and myself, for uh, that same period of time, for probably three or four years, and using those very successfully in traditional websites. Uh, The reason they're so great is that, like you mentioned, the webinar platform converts really, really well. It's some of the highest uh, conversions we've ever seen in the webinars, so we had been doing the automated recurring webinars so that you could scale. And instead of doing you know a live one once a week, now we can run them three or four times a day and you can set up a permanent recurring sales funnel online. Take all of that, plus some of the viral campaigns and um, some sneaky little tricks that we've done in traditional websites in the past to grow huge lists of people and sell a lot of product, and wrap that up uh, with Facebook and you have the ultimate selling platform. FB webinars really, the, the word webinar might be a little misleading because 
you um, it's a complete selling platform you can use for anything from list building to promoting a product to promoting a cause a charity a candidate almost anything and the the huge benefit there is because it works inside Facebook it has all the viral features that Facebook brings with it and your visitors uh, whether passively or actively can and do refer other people and it creates what I call a flash mob inside Facebook about your product or whatever you're promoting so it's been a real interesting um, transition to take all the viral background we had plus the automated webinar type systems that you see everywhere now and then put that inside Facebook to get all those other benefits thank you for that so start with what my experience as a you know as a dishy mix listener I'm on Facebook what's my experience like as an end user as an individual as someone who would visit uh, a presentation inside yeah. the and and I'd like you to use an example Scott let's just stick with one example and let's make it a b2b example okay so let's say we're we're a uh, a company that sells services to business let's say we're maybe a search engine marketing agency and okay. we have some knowledge and we have some skills and we have some systems and infrastructure and when we go after a client they're a high ticket client and they have to be convinced about all of our capabilities and so um, you know a webinar would lend itself well to learning about you know how to choose the right search engine marketing agency or whatever something along those lines. so let's use a business to business high ticket item okay. in Facebook where you're usually thinking about your personal life so I'm making it a little harder for you right right uh, by, do, by doing that setup but I have a lot of b2b and we talk a lot of consumer right now so I want to do a b2b thing if you don't mind sure what would I'm a, you know an average person I'm, an, I'm a guy I'm on Facebook and uh, I'm posting my little league pictures of my kids and I what happens how do I become aware of this sem agency's uh, webinar well the fact that you brought up b2b is a great question that you'd approach it a little bit differently obviously Facebook works very well for consumer b2c um, and anything that gets referred just from one person to another but when you treat this as uh, business to business you'd want to start with the traffic source of your fan page FB Webinars actually technically is a Facebook application integrated with our software and that's what makes it all work but you can link to it and drive the traffic from your fan page to the actual presentation and in a B2B situation that's what you'd want to do because your followers of your fan page would self-select meaning that of my 500 friends on Facebook there might be 20 or 30 that are appropriate for my business and the rest just want to see my kids little league pictures well a fan page basically self-selects those twenty or thirty out so if you have a company and your company or brand has a fan page those followers are there for a reason they're there specifically because they want to know about your type of product or service that's where you would start um, as your traffic source to push them into uh, FB webinars and we have a plugin that works with a fan page. Basically, uh, it's a tab. They click on the tab, and they can be taken right over to a presentation. If I own that fan page as a brand or a business owner, I would set up either an instant presentation where I would invite all my fans um, to come take a look, or I could do a scheduled presentation, just like a traditional webinar at a certain time and evening. It would start, or you know, any time during the day. And again, I'd go to my fan base on that page 
And because they've self-selected by following my fan page, there's a good chance they're going to be interested in that topic. And I would then drive them um, to the presentation. Now, once they get there, keep in mind, all of these people that are fans of your brand have on average 130 friends and typically a lot more than that in our industries. But their friends are going to be the same mix. There might be 20 or 30 out of those 500 that are appropriate for your brand. However, there's still a viral effect there. And the trust factor that comes along with presenting inside, wrapped inside Facebook, um, you know, can't be downplayed. It really makes your brand stand out because they're in their Facebook account already on average 55 minutes a day. And all you're doing is taking them from one spot in Facebook to another spot in Facebook. It's a very natural transition. So I would just go into my fan page and in most cases for a, a B2B situation, I'd probably run an invitation for an event. And that event is the automated webinar that starts to play at 8 o'clock on Thursday night, as an example. Did that answer the question? Yeah, that was good. Let me ask you a question about that. I know that we use Stealth Teleseminar for Reviver Drive, and mm -hmm. uh, it's scheduled three nights a week, like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday night at 6 p.m. Pacific, I think it is. And um, I don't know if I like that whole kind of like tricky thing where right. it's obviously automated. It's not live. So why right. can't you just listen to it whenever you want to? Like, why can't you just click and watch it? Is this idea of this kind of false sense of scarcity fooling anybody? Well, uh, I, wor I worry about that. Here's my personal take on it based yeah. on the results we've got over the last few months using this, that outside of Facebook, on a traditional static website, you might be able to get away with it a little more, and it, it does have somewhat of an event feel to it, and there's some psychology behind that where if you make it an event, um, then there might be a change in your customer's behavior. But here's what we found. We drive 99% of all of our visitors to a live instant replay. So they can get to it 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's always on. There's no trying to fool them that it's live. However, what's interesting is that there's live features while they're there. So I'll give you an example. Oh, okay. That's good. That's how come you call it live because there's like chat that comes into your email or something. There's chat that's built right into the Facebook stream. There's um, a live attendance box where you can see the faces and first names of everybody that's watching that presentation with you. It's very, uh, it's kind of weird. It's a little voyeuristic, but you can see we're pulled right from Facebook inside their account, everybody that's in the room with you. And as you invite people, which you can do, or if you like the uh, presentation that's going on by hitting the like button or anything you do to interact with Facebook at that point, creates viral traffic and more people pile into that attendance list and you see in real time those you know the number of people increase um so it now wait uh wait scott uh stop right there and explain for people who don't they're not completely comfortable with how the news feed works and what goes where on whose wall and news feed and all that stuff get really specific there about how somebody's in the live instant replay they see themselves and they see some other people and then they interact. They like or they do. What are the other things they can do? And then what happens when they do that? Where does what they do go? Well, that's a great question. Let me back up because it, it touches on one of the biggest features of using this kind of technology. When someone goes to a Facebook application, and I don't care if that's you know Farmville, um, they always hit the allow button to allow that application to interact with their Facebook account. Yes. When that happens, 
part of our technology that's so cool, and this is actually promoted by Facebook in their terms, we can capture a couple of things when they hit that allow button, one of which is their email address. It automatically populates your autoresponder with their primary email address that's tied to their Facebook account when they hit the allow button. So in effect, everybody that comes to see your presentation, you're building a huge, massive, very responsive, and a completely accurate opt-in list. And they can, of course, change those settings at any time in their Facebook account. But So it's all CAN-SPAM compliant. It's all compliant with Facebook's rules. But when they hit that allow button, something else happens. And you can set this two different ways in our software. Um, unlike Farmville or Mafia Wars or some of these other you know games and silly stuff you see online, we don't collect all the information we potentially could. We collect either the minimum set of information or one step above that. And let me give you a specific example. I hit the allow button. Not only does that opt me into whatever presentation I'm watching and populates you know, a customer's autoresponder, it also puts an update on my wall that says, Susan is now using FB webinars, let's say. So now all of your friends just saw that you entered my presentation. Does it say that it's, um, you know, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use Marin Software. They're a search engine marketing agency, right? And um, they're pretty good outbound marketers. They sponsor a lot of stuff. They telemarket to me. So, um, so they'd be like a good case study for this. Does it say that when you've opted in for Marin Software's webinar, does it post that it's Marin Software's webinar and the name of that webinar? Or does it um, just post that it's FB webinars that the person has opted into? Good question. It posts whatever, uh, in the basic permission set, if you have that selected, it posts whatever the title of your presentation is. So you can title your presentation, come join me for a a 20-minute tips and tricks on SEO. Mm -hmm. You could name it that so Mm -hmm. that when it posts an update to your wall, that's what it says on the wall. (laughs) There's a second level of posting that you can select. And you don't want to, you only want to do this sparingly in certain situations, but you can actually make a full blown post to your visitor's wall in addition to capturing their email address. And if you do that, then you can put the icon uh, of your application, which could be your logo, it could be the product picture, it could be whatever, it could be your face. You can put a full description in text, you can put a title and a URL. So in that case, you're giving your visitor um, and their friends a complete overview of what they just did. Now, not only does it say Susan went in to see this presentation, it tells them what the presentation's about and gives them the link to join right behind them. Okay. All right. That's nice. Okay. So who's buying FB webinar and what are they using it for? Give me some different case use cases. Very good question too. Um, yeah, this is going to be an easy interview. We've got a lot of fun things going on right now with customers. Oh, I'm going to make it hard, Scott. Don't worry. It's only easy now. I'm luring you in. No, I'm totally kidding. <laughs> I hope you don't think this is some Pollyanna interview. I thought this were. I thought these were powerful questions. Yeah, you save the hardball ones for the end. But <laughs> we have, and I wish I could actually release his name, but let me just tell you this: that one of our our most exciting customers right now is probably the biggest name in personal development. He's a household word. Um, He's big in personal development, hint, hint. And he and one of his business partners, uh, one of the partnerships he has are running presentations where he'll pull somebody out of the audience on stage full of, you know, 5,000 people in the audience and he'll do instant therapy on them. Yeah. And then the psychologist or psychiatrist that's his business partner will dissect that video and explain what's going on there. 
and they're using that and they're reaching literally thousands of people with this tool. And of course it goes viral and everybody knows his name. So it's, it's going crazy. That's one good example. We've got uh, people using this in direct marketing. We've got people using it in brand building. And one of the most exciting things that we're working on right now is um, charities. We're starting out here. I'm in Dallas, Texas, and we're starting out with the local SPCA. I'm uh, friends with somebody at the ad agency that just created their new campaign. And they have a puppy mill campaign going on right now where you make a pledge to help stop puppy mills. And they tell you how to do it and how to recognize them. Well, those types of things get shared very easily on Facebook because it's a, it's a feel-good thing. It's, it's puppies, for God's yeah. sakes. So the range of people using this is pretty amazing. And one thing that's underestimated is how well this works as a list-building tool. Forget yeah. selling anything. Yeah. Provide something of value to your customer or potential customer and put that up and I'll explain a feature we have that you can actually deliver something for free to your customer if they do things like hit the like button but give something of value maybe it's a training or education or some kind of overview or a download have them come and hit that allow button what's amazing compared to a traditional squeeze page or an opt-in page on a static website they might get 15 to maybe as high as 30 percent opt-in rate so 70% of your visitors never make it into your sales funnel or your world. With our product, we're seeing allow ratios is what we call it, as high as 60, 70%. And if you think about, if, especially if you're purchasing traffic to send somewhere to try to create a brand or awareness or sell a product or build a list, if 70% of your customers leave versus 30, the financial end of it just totally changes. So as a list building tool, this is an amazing product. If all you did was um, gave something away that was a value and not only do, do, do you get like a 60-70% allow ratio, keep in mind when they hit that allow button, all of their friends see that. So you get the bonus traffic of their friends and then of course when they hit the allow button, their friends see it and it's, it starts this chain reaction. And if you position your message correctly you can start one of these um, you know, endless loops of people coming to see whatever it is you've got for them. And so you don't necessarily have to sell anything. And that's what some of our customers are finding out. They're using this as a goodwill tool, brand building, list building, all kinds of stuff. Talk to me about the psychology of webinars. What is it that people, there are certainly reasons that people justify spending the time Mm -hmm. to sit through a webinar. I want to know what those motivations are. And then I want to know, let me start with that. I won't ask you all the questions I want. So tell me what webinars do the best, what kind of content, what angle, what position, what is it? There's two different answers to this. The first would be, and I'd refer back to the interview you mentioned at the beginning, the webinars yeah. educate, they teach your customer potential prospects something that they want to know. And in a traditional webinar, you'll see you know, 60, 70, 80% content, quote unquote, that is teaching them uh, something they're interested in. And then the rest is product presentation and how you can solve that problem they have for them. But webinars, the reason people commit the time and attend, it's because it's a topic that they have an interest in where you're, you have the ability to teach them something they don't know. And it's free. So they consume your education. And then as sort of reciprocity, you get the chance to tell them how you're going to solve it with your product. And in a traditional webinar system, um, that works very well. And 
one of the reasons webinars convert so well, it's the closest thing you can do to recreating a presentation from the stage, yeah. a live presentation, which is obviously the best when somebody can see you sell in person face to face. Oh, uh, Scott, in your presentations, are they all like PowerPoint or keynote video things? Or can you put video like talking head video in it? What are the formats you can upload into a webinar? You can put anything into the product that plays. It can be, let me give you a couple examples. It could be a 30-second TV commercial. It could be an infomercial. It could be a webinar that's recorded, like you mentioned, on a screen cap, a keynote or a PowerPoint presentation. It can be live video that's recorded. It can be a video sales letter, which is the second big thing we're seeing right now as far as conversions. And those are those ugly, you know, white background, black text where you just have a narrator reading to you. It sounds crazy, but if you look at why the product My Baby Can Read works so well for babies, it engages you visually and, and auditory at the same time, and it converts like crazy. So if all you want to do is promote something and sell it, that's an easy, quick, and down and dirty way to do it. Yeah, hypnotic video sales letters. That's what people yes. call those, hypnotic video sales letters. Mm -hmm. And you can also use audio and just put up a static picture. Um, one thing we haven't released yet, but the technology is already there, we use an object code. Object code is very simple. If you have a YouTube video up, you just hit a button to share it, and you can copy and paste what's called object code. Well, that's where our system pulls in the video from. And the video, I use that term, could be a webinar, it could be anything. What we're about to roll out is the ability to paste Ustream code in there. And now you can talk live. Now you truly are live, and now you can schedule an event at 8 o'clock tonight, and when they hit your allow button, the next thing they see is your face on camera. So uh, we have that technology already there. Virtually anything that plays, that's the easiest way to answer that, can be put in there. Okay. How long should webinars be? This is another Facebook kind of dependent answer. What we're finding is that even though the formula says on a static website that you're Webinar should be around 30, 40 minutes of content, then 10 or 15 minutes of close, and maybe some Q&A. So you're at an hour, maybe a little more. The attention span on Facebook is not that long. Now, there's always exceptions to the rule, but in this case, it should be more like 20, 30 minutes max. And keep in mind, this is wrapped in Facebook, so all those distractions are right there. There's so many places for them to go and click. That's good when you want to go viral, but it could be bad for attention span. So shorter is better inside Facebook. Are there any other best practices that you've seen now that you're seeing a number of different people use the technology over a lot of different use states? What are some other best practices that you see? Yeah, one of the thing, the the biggest things that creates this free viral nature or the free viral visitors and encourages everyone to do what you want them to do, which is like your page and invite their friends to come see the same thing they're watching we have something called the incentive program and the software that we wrote is written so that it knows what your visitor does. Once they hit that allow button, we can kind of watch them and see what happens. They show up as a live visitor in the little box, you see their face, but if they click the like button, our software knows that. And if they invite their friends, the system automatically sends coded links out to their friends to come join that presentation. When those friends hit the allow button, we're like, oh, this is somebody Susan referred to this presentation. So that gives us the ability to give them a free gift if they will do something like hit the like button or invite three friends that actually show up. And the incentive system is what we call that. That creates just a feeding frenzy. 
Um, we just did a webinar yesterday where I gave away a piece of software. It was a $200 piece of software, and all they had to do was hit the like button. And virtually everybody that watched the presentation hit the like button, and then on average, 130 people times however many people were on our presentation saw that. Those people came in behind them, saw the same thing. They hit the like button and so on. So it really does this whole concept of a flash mob when you take it as a marketing tool. Uh, now you don't just have a viral YouTube video. You've got a viral list generating sales machine. A viral list generating sales machine. <laughs> I do like how you've um, really taken everything you know about virality and embedded it into FB webinars. How much does FB webinars cost? It's $97 a month, and there's a one-time setup fee of $199. The software used to be only custom-coded and was several thousand dollars to do a private installation. My programmer is a total genius. He figured out a way to make that setup process um, a copy-and-paste process online, so you don't need to even have your own domain, your own website. All you need is a Facebook account. And um, if you look at that in comparison to some of the webinar systems out there, uh, some of them charge you based on the number of visitors that show up at one time, like go to webinar. Some of them charge you uh, based on how many visitors show up in a month. Facebook's unlimited. They can handle all the traffic you can throw at them. And our software is on some really high-level killer servers uh, with multi-tiered stuff. We have a whole rack running this thing. So there, we have no traffic charges, no limits. There's as many people as you want to send to this thing. And it, that's the way it needs to be because it does go viral. So when you have... You know, somebody like a big personal development speaker sending thousands of people there at once, no problem. And we did the pricing, you know, at a lower amount on purpose. We wanted to undercut the market before there was one. Nobody has anything like this. In fact, we've enlisted uh, an attorney, I think you may know her too, to go ahead and file a preliminary patent, trademark, copyright, the whole shoot and match, because this is something that is so unique in the market. We just wanted to go ahead and tag it and make it our own. Well, you and you have to have patents. I'm really pleased to hear that you're doing that. On FB webinars, you're going to give a, an account to mm -hmm. one of my Dishy Mix fans. Mm -hmm. If they go to the Dishy Mix page on Facebook, and mm -hmm. if you post your desire and you say why you'd like to have it, Scott and I are going to pick one person and we're going to give you an FB webinar account. And so Scott, that's the first month plus the setup. You're going to cover that? It'll just be a permanent free account. Forever. No way! A permanent free account yeah. forever! Oh, that's so nice. Thank you so much for your generosity. I appreciate that. So that's thousands of dollars potentially that you're giving away to some lucky some gum. All right. So you know how to win. If you want to get Scott's FB webinars, you want to be the one we choose, you better write something good because this is probably one of the nicest things that we've given away in a long time. So tell me about some of the, we just have a few more minutes, Scott. What are some of the FB webinar don'ts? What are things you've seen backfire? Because I think most of this to me seems like it's about the psychology of the experience. You know, you figured out the flow and the process and, and that kind of stuff. But it seems like where you could go wrong would be people not wanting something on their wall, like turning, making it into something that is, is of so much value to a prospect that they'd actually want to share it with another person. So, uh, do the double-edged sword. Show me both sides of the sword. What are some of the bonehead things you've seen backfire? And what are some of the smartest things you've seen people do to leverage your technology? Well, the, the biggest thing is the mix between 
quote unquote social media and selling has always been really touchy. You have to approach it completely differently. And keep in mind that Facebook, by the nature of how this works, is endorsed traffic. If I go watch a presentation about a topic or see a webinar, my wall sees that. So you have to be sensitive to what's going out and what people's friends are exposed to as they come watch your presentation. And the rule of thumb in social media, it's, uh, you can't hard sell people. That's why webinars, again, they work really well here because they're mostly educational. You can put a video sales letter up and you get that extra traffic, but primarily people are doing webinars right now. Um, let me tell you the dark side, where this doesn't work and where it's um, the very rare cases where it's just not appropriate. Let's say, and I'm trying to think of an example here. Um, oh, here's a good one. Let's say that I'm searching around online for advice on uh, hiring a lawyer to defend me for a DWI case. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> yeah. uh, if, if I come across a presentation in Facebook that says, click the allow button here to watch a webinar on how to get out of a DWI, I'm never going to click that allow button because I want <laughs> friends to see that. Right. There's certain industries, uh, male dating advice. Yeah. Men, they don't want to admit they need any. They'll right. never click the allow button. Yeah. There's a few industries that just don't fit because it's something people definitely don't want to share. Yeah. And if you keep that in mind as the, the one side of the coin, the other side is think of things that you can do that would make people want to share. And big brands have been doing this forever. They, you don't want to necessarily talk to somebody about a bag of Doritos, but a Doritos company may put up a campaign with some kind of viral marketing where it's just fun to go watch the promotion. You know, Dos Equis is a classic example. They have a whole website built around the world's most interesting man. And people share that like crazy online because he's got all the great taglines and videos and everything else. Even though it's not about sharing beer, the campaign itself is something people want to share. And so you can take a lesson from big brands on the other side and encourage people to pass stuff on that way. Well, listen, we're out of time. I've really enjoyed this conversation. I love the idea of FB webinars. I think you're, you know, this whole world of living outside of Facebook with your webinars, absolutely got to get in there. So, and thank you for your very generous gift of one forever account to FB webinars. I really appreciate that. How does a person sign up for FB webinars? Just go to fbwebinars with an S, fbwebinars.com, and that site will take you into a demonstration of how the technology works. One of the cool things is it's a self-fulfilling demo. It works inside as a FB webinar itself. <laughs> shows you how the product works. And um, you can sign up for an account there. And one more thing I'll just throw out real quick. Please. I'm actively looking for big-name nationwide charities. Okay. And Doing, uh, we're doing free accounts for any nationwide charity we help. We're going to promote them for free, start viral campaigns with them for free, and we want to bring on as many of those as we can. Now, these have to be, because of Facebook, we want it to be a big nationwide brand name charity. Yeah. Um, if you have a connection or any of your listeners do, feel free to contact me at scott at fbwebinars.com, and I'll be glad to get on the phone with the charity, and we'll set them up and help them uh, raise money, raise awareness, whatever they need to do. Beautiful. I bet you're going to get a lot of traffic for that. That's super. Thank you so much. All right. You've gotten to know Scott Bolch. He's a serial entrepreneur. FB Webinars is just one of the amazing things that he's created. And Scott, you're in Austin, right? 
Dallas. You're in Dallas. He's mm-hmm. a, he's a big old Texan, a big handsome Texas guy. So if you're in the Dallas area, you should definitely connect with him. And if you have a charity that's international or national in scope and you think you can work with Scott, please do reach out to him. He's an awesome, amazing guy. Scott, thanks so much again for your generosity and for coming in and talking to us about your product. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Susan. I really enjoyed it. Good. Me too. All right. I'm your host, Susan Bratton. Thanks again for joining in to this week's Dishy Mix. I hope you had a good learning experience and some entertainment. I'll look forward to connecting with you next week and make it a great day. Take care. Bye-bye. Find more great shows like this on personallifemedia.com.